All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Get some delicious coffee. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their coffee over at Amazon. Neil, how are you doing, man? We are recovering from that long marathon of a, a day we had yesterday. How you doing, man? Uh, who knew that just talking about basketball was as tiring as playing basketball for someone <laughs> for someone as old and as weak as myself? It seems to be that case. Um, tonight's a little bit slower, just four games. I only had a couple guys going, so didn't really pay too much attention to um, the stats, although there are some things that jumped out to me tonight as I was just going through it. How are you tonight? I'm doing good, just like you, man, just recovering from uh, the long day yesterday, families recovering from being sick, so, um, you know, just hanging in there, just hanging in there. Um, 
yeah, when, when everybody's sick, it's just about hanging in there. Oh right. gosh, man, it's just getting through. You know, yeah. it's just finding a little bit of sleep, just making sure the kids are okay, and uh, uh, we're coming through the other side. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, though, Neil. So I have hope. But uh, Neil, as you mentioned, smaller slate of games tonight. Thank goodness I could use a little bit of a break here. But there is a little bit of news to talk about. And one thing that I want to ask you about, and I know this is going to be near and dear to your heart. Oh, boy. I'm I'm seeing a little bit of a scare that it's possible Anthony Davis may have some type of a fracture. I believe it's called a solar plate avulsion fracture in his left index finger. Now, worst case scenario is it sounds like he could miss a month, which is not the end of the world. But I know we were hoping that Anthony Davis would be back much sooner than that. What do you think about it? I know you have Anthony Davis in the league. Are you worried? Would it be catastrophic for you? How do you feel about it? Yeah, well, we'll see. How, How long did it say he might be out for? Worst case scenario, let's say, so he's going to go see a hand specialist. Yes. And if if he does indeed have this fracture, I believe worst case scenario is he would miss a month. Oof. I'd have to get him back for my playoffs or I'm doomed. I mean, he's just like, he is the bedrock of two of my teams. Um, so, yeah, gosh, I thought he was going to be out just two weeks. So this this changes everything. Hopefully it will just be through the All-Star break and he'll be back. Um, yeah, a month would be very devastating. But then we talked about Okafor yesterday. Maybe he's now worth a solid pickup. I thought that was kind of a joke, but this could be a real thing. That's the yeah. big, That's the bigger news, I think, right there. I mean, not the bigger news, but actionable news is maybe Okafor is worth a flyer. I agree with you. I think Okafor is the guy you want to get I'm not a giant Okafor fan, but given the fact that he would likely start and see 30 minutes a game, I think he can. He will score and he will rebound for you. And uh, most teams can use some points and rebounds. So, yeah, I think he's, he's worth an add. But, Neil, let's keep our fingers crossed, man. I still have hope that this is a false alarm Davis will see the specialist and will be fine and he'll be back soon. That's my hope. Yeah, it's everyone's hope that loves basketball or that is not going up against Anthony Davis. Um, yeah, we'll see about that. I guess the other question I have is uh, yeah, Okafor, I'm not a big fan of his game, but he is an offense. He's fine. He's offensively like he can score. His big thing was not being able to, rim, to protect the rim. So if he can score and just put on some rebounds because of his size, uh, he'll score efficiently. Um, I think uh, it seems like um, he can fit their tempo, so I think he's going to be in there. The other question I have for you is uh, Kawhi Leonard, now off for several games in a row. Um, are you worried about him taking an extra long break this season, or you think it's just like a week off? I'm hoping it's just the week. He has looked really good uh, this season, Neil, so I'm hoping this is nothing serious now. It is a little scary, right, because of what happened last season, right? We don't want to see him miss any time or any extended time, but my fingers are crossed, Neil. I'm not too worried about it. I think we'll see him in in a week. I think he'll be back to doing his thing. He's been so good this year. Are, are you a little worried about uh, it? I'm not. You know, I don't have him, so I'm not really personally worried, but I do think it's going to be – 
you know, they talk about this being like sort of a, a rest management process. And I think the closer they get to the end of the season, the more likely he's going to rest on back-to-back games and maybe even uh, two out of every four or five games. So I think if you own him in a head-to-head league, it might be a little dicey there in the playoffs for you. Um, not saying I would trade him, but um, it's something to be considered if you are fighting for championship and you think that he might be missing a game or two in that week. That could be a big difference. Uh, let's just, I guess, play it by ear for now and see what happens and uh, see how long this goes. But uh, you're yes. right. When he's playing, he looks great. He looks just fine. So I don't think it's an issue of anything more than let's make sure he's healthy for the playoffs type rest. So. Yes. Neil, one more one more thing that I want to get to before we start looking into these games. Uh, a lot of buzz earlier today that the Grizzlies could be ready to move on from Marcus Gasol and Mike Conley that hey look they have not looked good lately it looks like they're going to they it looks like the playoffs are just not a uh, reality for them so why not sell off some of your veterans get some young pieces maybe some high draft picks what do you think about it neil is, is there uh, you know we know Jaron Jackson Jr would be great he's already owned everywhere is there anyone else you think they'd be worth a pickup if they move Marcus Saul and or Mike Conley? This I mean, is, we don't know what they'd be getting back, but yeah, exactly. I, don't I, th- know. I think though this makes uh, Jamichael Green a must own. I think if he is, if they do move him, we talked about a little bit about yesterday about speculating adding guys in case they get traded or a team gets changes their um, lineup. Like I mentioned yesterday, I picked up Terry Rozier just to stash him, just to see what happens. Uh, I think Green could be the second case, although he may be gone. He's 127th overall um, this season. Nine category leagues, a little bit better, I think, and a little bit worse than eight category leagues. No, excuse me, about the same. So um, he may be already picked up, but if he's out there, I think he's worth a speculative ad. Um, and then maybe Shelvin Mack, as much as I don't really like him, I think he could be served. I mean, we'll see who they get back, right? But I think it's possible he starts to play lots of minutes and they go in tank mode. So Neil, you were reading my mind. I was just about to say uh, I'm in some 14 team leagues where I'm desperate for point guard help. Shelvin Mack actually put up some decent games earlier in the season when he got minutes. Now, if they move Mike Conley and they don't get much back in their um, point guard spot or in the backcourt, I think Shelvin Mack would be worth owning. I think he'd be a low end production point guard which uh, I could use in a few of my deep leagues Neil so I like that take and now uh, let's not go crazy they may not even move any of these guys or maybe they only move one of these guys and even if they do move these guys they could get some young assets back so you know I'm let's not go crazy don't drop someone of value for a trade that is you know kind of we're not sure if anything's going to really happen here yeah, I mean, you never want to speculate with um, by taking a risk with that. But sure, certainly I have dead weight in my league, so mm. I can take some chances. Yes. Um, all right, any other news? That's all I got, man. Let's let's look in these games. I think it is my turn. You, uh, I believe you led us on that marathon night yesterday. So uh, I'll start us off, man. I, I think I'm going to jump over to the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, as you mentioned, no Kawhi Leonard and, uh, Raptors, not a problem for them. They still get the victory 120 to 105. I'm going to check out the Sacramento side though. And I'm going to start with 
Neil, we were just talking about Marvin Bagley, about, hey, he's looking good off the bench, but he's going to start soon. He's going to explode in the second half of the season, and it may have happened sooner than I thought. Uh, Got the starting nod here, played 38 big minutes, and put up a nice line. 22 points with 11 rebounds and assists, a steal, two blocks, 10 of 20 from the field, two of two from the line. I'm sure he's already owned in every league, but um, go double check that he's not sitting on the wire in any of your leagues. He should be solid the second half of the season. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 16 points, nine assists with eight rebounds, three steals, uh, 1-3 on 6-15 of 15 shooting, 3-4 of four from the line. Now standing game from him. Buddy Heald doing what he does. Uh, two threes, 15 points, a steal, a block, 5 assists, 3 rebounds on 5-14 of 14 shooting. Eh, the shooting wasn't super great, but um, he's been a pretty good play all year. I think he'll be great second half of the season. Willie Cauley-Stein, 10 points, 2 assists. Six rebounds, no defensive stats, four or five from the field, two or two from the line. After a really hot start to the season, he's kind of fallen off. And, uh, Neil, I was really disappointed. Aaron Fox was a, was a late scratch in this one. Uh, um, I had him locked up in a lot of my lineups, and then it was uh, announced that he would miss this one. I'm hoping it's nothing serious. But uh, F- Yogi Ferrell got to start 10 points. Six assists, seven rebounds, two steals, two threes tonight on four of 13 shooting. And uh, not too much else to talk about. I don't really trust anyone off the bench. Nemanja Belica has fallen off a cliff. Um, you guys have all probably moved on from him. We don't really trust anyone else here. What do you think of the Kings, Neil? Yeah, for De'Aaron Fox, it looks like it was just um, a minor injury. It was He was probable. So like you said, a late scratch. I think he'll be just fine. Uh, the big news here, I think, is uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, though. Um, I wonder if he's going to ever end up in the starting role and see this many minutes. Uh, that's what I was hoping this year. Uh, he's now climbing the top 100, but he um, it's not doing nearly as well as I thought. Uh, and uh, this rookie class is phenomenal, isn't it? With Marvin Bagley looking like he's going to be um, a first-rate NBA player, perhaps an all-star perhaps a very good just rotational player or something, but he looks very solid and good to see him have a great game. But yeah, this doesn't really change much for me because of the injuries. It's hard to kind of tell. Um, all right, I'm going to help over the Toronto side. Let's start with um, um, Cal Lowry, Cal Lowry, excuse me, 19 points, four rebounds, nine assists on six of 15 shooting three of three from the free throw line, four, three pointers and a block uh, tonight. Van Fleet got the start. In replacement for um, Kawhi, uh, 32 minutes, 19 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, 6 of 10, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, 3 three-pointers, a steal, a block. Serge Ibaka, 15 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist on 5 of 13 shooting, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, no steals, no blocks. Pascal Siakam, 31 minutes, 18 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 8 of 14 shooting, 1 three-pointer a steal, a block. Uh, Danny Green plays 23 minutes. Adrian, uh, inquiring minds want to know if you started him. Six points, two rebounds, one assist, two of eight from the field. He did have two three-pointers, a steal, a block. DeLon Wright gets 24 minutes off the bench. Um, 
Norman Powell saw tw- uh, 21 minutes. C.J. Miles, 16. Monroe, 12. Um, and that's primarily it. You know, we talked about Van Fleet before. He does tend to start both when Lowry or Leonard are missing, and it seems like between the two of them, it's probably like 40% of their games, 33 40% of their games. And when he starts, he's around 100 value. So I think he's he might be worth picking up. Have you um, picked him up in any of your deeper leagues or regular leagues? I believe he's already been picked up in my deep leagues. But I'll tell you what, Neil, with – uh, with Kawhi Leonard expected to miss uh, some time here, I'm going to just double check and make sure he's not sitting there. Because as you said, man, I think he, as we saw tonight, he could fill it up. And uh, I love that he's got two handcuffs, right? Anytime Lowry misses time or anytime um, Kawhi misses time, he could be worth the play. So a nice streaming option. And Neil, Danny Green. Man, <laughs> yeah. I I have this guy locked in a quite a few lineups tonight, and uh, man, I uh, I just want to slam my hand in the door right now. <laughs> I'm so I'm so upset. And you know what? I was just kidding at the beginning of the year when I said he can only play well when his best buddy is playing. But now I'm starting to believe that that's true. So Neil, do I just now sit this guy until Kawhi Leonard comes back? Because I'm really uh, starting to lean in that direction here. <laughs> uh, I, I, we will have to go back and research all those games, but I, it does seem to be some anecdotal evidence that he plays worse with Kawhi. Maybe he's just getting guarded more. Maybe, you know, he has more of the ball in his hand, so he's not taking as many just deep threes that are wide open. I, I don't know, but it seems like there have been some games when Kawhi's out that he just doesn't do much offensively. Um, or maybe they rely on m- more for defense because, um, Kawhi can't be there to help out. It's uh, it's a good um, hypothesis to go test out. Um, if you want to spend your evenings after this doing some research online. Um, anyway, uh, any other thoughts from you on uh, Toronto? No thoughts for me. I think we pretty much covered it all. Let's head over to the next game of the evening. Uh, next one I got up is the Portland Trailblazers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I caught a, quite a bit of this game. It was a really good game, actually. And uh, uh, the Thunder getting the victory here, 123 to 114. I'm going to look over on the Blazers' side. And I got to start with Damian Lillard. 34 points with five steals, eight assists, five rebounds, two of 10 from three-point range, 12 of 24 from the field, eight, a perfect 8-8 eight eight from the line. Pretty good game from him. C.J. McCollum with a nice scoring game from him, 31 points. He was 7 of 12 from downtown, 11 of 23 from the field, a perfect 2 of 2 from the line. He also added three assists and three rebounds and a block. Beautiful game from him. Neil, Yusuf Nurchich, man, 22 points, 15 rebounds, an assist, a steal, two blocks. This guy has exceeded my expectations for the season. I wish I was higher on him coming into the year because he's been pretty good. Four of six from the line, nine of 17 from the field. That's outstanding. Uh, Disappointing game from the wing duo of Aminu and Harkless. 
Uh, Amina with four points, Harkless with zero in 18 minutes. Um, look, Harkless is still coming back from an injury. I'm actually watching him in quite a few deep leagues because I think, uh, you know, before he got hurt, he was playing pretty good. So I'm wondering if he could get back to some value later in the season. Aminu, man, he's all over the place. You know what? Aminu did add 13 rebounds, four assists. So that is nice, some of that production in those other categories. But in standard leagues, man, he's a little too up and down for me. Off the bench, I don't trust anyone here off the bench. Lehman, Turner, Leonard, Curry, Collins, all just getting limited minutes, um, all low-end production, if no production. Uh, Neil, what do you think of the Blazers? You know, this is an interesting one for me to look at. Uh, McCullum had, like you said, a great night, one of these nights that we kind of expected from him if he was drafted on your team. But he is still seven, sitting out there at 78th overall on per-game basis. He's been really disappointing this year. Um, he just hasn't had as many assists as normal. Uh, steals aren't really there, defensive stats. So I I think I would sell. I don't say sell high because he's not high, but if you can get name recognition and get like a top 50 value for him, I think it's worth to trade him after a game like this because people still have it in their heads that he's a top 50 player, even though he's not doing it. So that might be something to consider. It's a bit risky. He could turn around, but it's just it's been already so far in the season. He's just not looking like the same player. Um, secondly, I was watching Will Harkless. He obviously he did not do anything tonight. And uh, other than that, um, I'm not grabbing onto Aminu. I just don't trust his percentages. One of seven tonight, two of four from the line. So those guys can really kill me. Um, anything else before I go over to OKC? Nope. All right. On the Oklahoma City side, Start with Paul George, 36 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists on 10 of 21 shooting. 13 of 15 from the free throw line, 3 three-pointers, 5 steals, a block. Uh, uh, Westbrook, another triple-double, 29 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists. He actually shot pretty well, 9 of 20 from the field, 10 of 12 from the free throw line, a three-pointer, a steal. Um, Steven Adams, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists on 7 of 12 from the field, 2 steals, a block. Jeremy Grant. 33 minutes, put up 11 points, 5 rebounds, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 2 from the three-point land, a steal, and 2 blocks. Terrence Ferguson, 36 minutes, 14 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist on 6 of 8 shooting, 2 three-pointers, 4 steals, no blocks. Um, off the bench, Dennis Schroeder played just 23 minutes, did not do much tonight. 13 points, 1 rebound, 2, ass- two uh, assists, 5 of 13 from the field. He struggled as well, 2 of 4 from the free-throw line, a steal, a three-pointer. Uh, that's about it for stats set. Nerland's no, allowed to get in there for 12 minutes, but not do do not do anything relevant. Um, on the OKC side, I, you know, I really wish I would have picked up Jeremy Grant earlier. He keeps producing um, at a decent level. Currently 95th overall on per game basis. He's the only one I kind of wish I had. Uh, Schroeder is right on the cusp. We talked about maybe him as a backup, but I think. You probably find better options with the trade deadline coming up, as we've talked about. As guys get moved around, you might find a better point guard to pick up. And um, not much else. No one else really here besides those uh, the t- the main four guys in OKC doing well. Good to see Westbrook actually hit some free throws tonight. So, uh, no changes for me. What are your thoughts on the Thunder? Um, not too much for me to add here. You know, I think one. Um, I heard I. I can't remember where I read this, but I read 
earlier today that the Thunder could be a buyer at the trade deadline, and they could be looking to add like an outside wing scorer type of a guy. So I think that's an interesting thing to watch because, you know, let's say they add a guy like uh, Terrence Ross or, uh, you know, someone like that who can score on the wing. I think they'd be looking for someone who's got a really good uh, who who can shoot from outside really well. So I think that would really change the landscape of this team. So uh, it's just a situation that I'm going to look out for. All right. Um, let's should we move over to the next game? I think we got two more games. Uh, next one up is the Los Angeles Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks. And um, this one was a uh, uh, pretty. This was a pretty good game. The Mavericks getting the victory, one hundred six to ninety eight. I'm gonna look over at the Clippers, and Neil, I gotta ask you about Patrick Beverly. He's been he's looked pretty good lately, man. Had another good game: sixteen points, a steal, three assists, nine rebounds, three threes, six of fourteen shooting. Man, getting good minutes. Uh, getting good usage. I know they are still missing. Who are they missing? Gallinari is still out. Um, they did get the return of Lou Williams, but I know he is seeing a bump with Gallo out. But man, I think it might be time to make a move on Pat Bev. I'm going to ask you about it as soon as I get, uh, get done with the rest of this team. Avery Bradley with 15 points, three assists, five rebounds, three threes, five of 11 from the field, two of two from the line. Tobias Harris, after a monster game the other night, somewhat of a letdown here. Nine points, two blocks of steal, four assists, seven rebounds. He only shot one of nine from the field, one three-pointer, six of six from the line. Montrez Harrell, I love that he's starting. I love that he's getting 30 minutes. You know, this one was a little bit lower-end production. Uh, I think we see if he's going to start and get this kind of minutes, he's going to be much better uh, on most nights. But he got 11 points, a block, three assists with eight boards, four of seven from the field, three of four from the line. This guy has been really disappointing lately. Shea Gills Alexander with only eight points, four of 14 from the field, just did not, his shot just would not fall. Um, also, not doing much in these other categories. One assist, one board, one block. I really hope he can uh, step it up here because I got him in a few leagues and I'm really hoping he can uh, be productive in the second half of the season. Nice to see Lou Williams back. 15 points for him in 23 minutes. And uh, not too much else to talk about. Gortat. He's really falling off. Only five minutes, not doing much of anything. Don't trust anyone else on this team except Gallinari, which hopefully he will be back soon. Neil, what do you think of the Clippers? Specifically, what do we think of Pat Beverly? Is it time to make a move on him? You know, I'm still not going to advocate for Beverly. I think he does put up good value perhaps in points leagues, but his percentages typically aren't great. And this year they've been down even more. He's 38% from the field, 73% from the free throw line. Usually like the same got defensive stats. He has not been doing great in that category this year. That tends to go away with age as well. So I am not going to advocate to pick him up. Um, certainly he might get better. I think he is going to get minutes as long as Gallinari is still out, but I don't, I think there are better options out there. 
Um, on to the, uh, but on to the other issue I thought about too was I thought Bo Ball might get some time tonight. You know, going up against DeAndre Jordan and um, uh, Harold starting, I thought they might throw him in there. It did not happen. Um, so I was a little confused. Uh, I thought he might be a good streamer tonight. Obviously, that did not work. Uh, anyway, what do you think about Beverly? Are you going to pick him up? Are you more inclined to get him? I'll tell you what. I may make a move on him in some of my deeper leagues where I am desperate for point guard help. Uh, I think I might make a move on him. And I do agree with you, though, man. It is a gamble, a long shot. Also, I think as soon as Gallinari comes back, I think Beverly will be what he was at the beginning of the year, which was not very good. So uh, just something I'm just I got some dead weight that I can drop in this in like one or two of my leagues. I might make a move on him just to see what happens. Okay, on the Dallas side tonight, I'm going to start with the return of Dennis Smith Jr. Looked pretty good. 37 minutes, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 of 17. Went perfect on the line, 4-4, a 3-pointer, a steal, 4 turnovers. Luka Doncic with a very similar line, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists on 5 of 15 from the field, 7 to 10 from the line. Wow, he took 8 3-pointers but missed them all. Had a steal, a block, 3 turnovers. DeAndre Jordan, a bit of a revenge game here. Although he chose to left on his own. 35 minutes, 13 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists on 6 of 8 from the field. 1 of 2 from the line. Um, 4 blocks and a steal. Harrison Barnes uh, put up some points, but not much else. 7 of 14 from the field for 20 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. 3 of 4 from the line, 3 three-pointers, no defensive stats. Wesley, Wesley Matthews, a disappointing 9 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist on 3 of 9 shooting. 2 of 5 from the free throw line. A Three-pointer, no steals, no blocks. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, 21 minutes, five points, four rebounds, one assist, one of one shooting. Two of two from the free throw line. Um, a three-pointer he made and a steal. Devin Harris, uh, 17 minutes off the bench, actually did okay. 13 points, three rebounds, three assists, five of eight from the field, two three-pointers, a steal. Maxi Kleber, who was I was hoping to be my second half of the season darling, is not going to make it. 14 minutes tonight, 2.6 rebounds, one assist, one of two from the field. I have since dropped him. Uh, Brunson goes back to this sort of a, a throwaway role, which is four minutes tonight. So, fortunately, we can't count on him. Um, Dennis Smith Jr., I think he's probably owned in most leagues because of his name. But if he did get dropped, like we talked about yesterday, um, definitely pick him up if he's still out there. I think he could get better. If he's in a different situation, um, that's really it. Not much else here to talk about. Um, you have any thoughts on the uh, Mavericks? I have Dennis Smith Jr. in a few leagues. I've been just clinging on to him. It's been rough. I'm encouraged by this game tonight. I'll, I'm going to move him into my lineup, Neil, and he's probably going to do nothing the next game. So, no, I, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really hoping... <laughs> that the break or whatever it was that happened, him being away from the team or him, I'm hoping that, you know, it, it somehow translates to this production that we're seeing tonight. So uh, I may look to move him into my lineup going forward. So this is very encouraging. I'm pretty happy to see this. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on. One more game. One more game. And uh, let me is, let me make sure that this yes this game is final and the Timberwolves getting the victory one eighteen 
over the Suns, who had 91. Going to look over at the Timberwolves. Going to start with Carl Anthony Towns, who had a massive double-double here, going for 25 points with 18 rebounds, 7 assists, two steals, a block. He even gave you two threes, shot a very efficient 10 of 15 from the field, three of five from the line. Outstanding. Uh, Wiggins, this is a pretty good game from him. 17 points, nine rebounds, two assists, no defensive stats, seven of 18 from the field, one three, two of four from the line. Taj Gibson, 13 points, seven rebounds, one assist, uh, four of seven from the field, five of seven from the line. I was really worried when Tibbs got let go that Taj Gibson could be the big loser there, but uh, he has still been holding value and looking good. And speaking of looking good, Josh Koji, 21 points, two steals, two assists, five rebounds on seven of 11 from the field, four threes tonight, three of three from the line. This is encouraging, man. I don't know. You know, they miss. They had no Teague, no Covington. So I don't like Okoji's long-term outlook for the season. But I don't know. Maybe for the short term, he's worth a stream in deeper leagues. And career-wise, dynasty leaguers, I am really excited about this guy. He reminds me a lot of like a Trevor Ariza type because like as we saw tonight, he can do a little bit of everything. So uh, this guy, I love his outlook uh, over his uh, career. I think he's going to be a really nice pro. Derek Rose with six points, five assists, one rebound, one steal, three of nine shooting. Derek Rose has been really good. This was a letdown here tonight. I think he'll be much better than this, especially if Jeff Teague is going to continue to miss some games here um off the bench they got a nice game from bayless who had 14 points uh actually only five of 16 shooting but four threes seven assists four rebounds two steals it's a pretty good game from him not too much else to talk about neil dario Saric, someone who i thought could emerge with the coach change it's not happening man he's only getting limited minutes off the bench i don't trust him i don't trust anyone else here neil how do you feel about the timberwolves yeah, Josh Okoji, I think a future year uh, NBA fantasy asset. I just think he'll go back to, I think Teague will be back next game. And I think he goes back to that um, second uh, unit role and not much of a role, unfortunately, to be worth owning. I will say that, um, you know, with Sarich, we had to kind of watch that coach change and see what happened because he, he had potential. And so anytime there's a change, you kind of have to watch these guys and, most of the times it doesn't work out, but if when it does, it can really just boost your team. That's why you got to pay attention to all of these, but it did not happen this time. I don't think it's going to happen the rest of this year. We'll see if he is, how valuable he is for this team or another team going forward after this year. It looks like they traded um, mostly for Covington and maybe Sarge is more of an afterthought. Um, on the Phoenix side tonight, Devin Booker did get ejected. Uh, I think he got into it with Gorgie Jang. At some point, so he only played 24 minutes, but he put up 14 points, three rebounds, four assists on six of 11 shooting, two of two from the free throw line, a steal, a block. Dragon Bender, I did not think he could maintain this even in a substitute role. 30 minutes, 13 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, five of 10 shooting, a three pointer. Did struggle from the line though, just two of five. 
TJ Warren, a very disappointing night. 16 minutes, four points, one rebound, two assists on two of two shooting. Um, it looks like he had just um, a slow night. I'm not sure if he was injured or not. I'm sorry, my screen has not refreshed yet. Yeah, um, yeah go ahead. I think, I think he had an ankle injury. Oh, thank or, you. Yeah. yeah. Ankle soreness, so he did leave early. He only played 16 minutes. Mikhail Bridges, I'm sorry, are you saying something? No. Okay. Uh, Mikhail Bridges in 29 minutes, seven points, no rebounds, four assists on three of 11 shooting. A three-pointer, a steal block. You know, I own this guy in, in a couple leagues as sort of like the guy to help me with defensive stats to round out my team. He does okay, but I, I don't think he's really worth owning. He's, he's always 142nd, 142nd in the rankings this year on per-game basis. Um uh, he's not going to get scoring. He might get some defensive stats, a three guy, but not nothing great. Um, D'Anthony Melton, 22 minutes, four points, one rebound, three assists on two of six shooting, two steals, no three-pointers. Off the bench, Josh Jackson, 27 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, 10 of 18 from the field, two three-pointers, three blocks. Uh, did struggle a bit from the line, 509, but just a phenomenal night from him. I think if you're going to stream anyone when um, Aiton is out, it should be Josh Jackson or Booker is out. Uh, Kelly Oubre, 26 minutes, 13 points, three rebounds, five of 10 from the field, two three-pointers, a steal, three blocks, so a solid night from him defensively. Um, that's basically it. Tolliver got 20 minutes. I'm oh, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong, wrong team. Um, Crawford got... 22 minutes. Quincy AC, 18 minutes. Yeah, what do you think about uh, streaming Jackson? What do you think about streaming um, Bender? Do you have a preference between those two? I am going to lean towards Jackson if TJ Warren is going to miss some time. I'd expect Warren to miss at least another game or so with an ankle injury. Uh, we know TJ Warren is kind of prone to uh, miss games due to injury. So I think Josh Jackson's a guy looked outstanding tonight. I also like Kelly Oubre Jr. Who's probably already owned in most leagues. He's been playing well for a while. I think he'll also see a boost. And yeah, I mean, Neil, if, um, if Aiton and Holmes are going to continue to miss time, you need a big, I think what, what Bender did tonight, you know, double low end, double, double, I think he could do this if he's going to see 30 minutes and get good usage, which he got tonight. And I think he's pretty much guaranteed that role with them missing Holmes and Aiton. Now, I don't think Holmes and Aiton together are going to miss too much more time. But, hey, if you're looking to someone to stream for the remainder of the week, you need a big bender might be your guy, man. What do you think? Yeah, it's curious. I wonder if I'd go with him or Okafor. I mean, they might have the same shelf life. Um I might go with Okafor, mm -hmm. I think, over Bender. Uh, I just don't trust them. I, the only person I really trust that's not a starter or that's not a Phoenix sort of staple is Jackson when he gets minutes. Um, I do trust Uber now, and I trust, obviously, Booker and Warren when they're healthy. Um, but I, I, something about Jackson seems to be a little more consistent than the other guys. So I would probably find center elsewhere, but you never know. He might be fine. Again, Bender, when he was drafted, he thought he had this big – talent and uh he could develop into a solid nba player it hasn't worked out for him but obviously he's gonna try so we'll see how it works out all right neil that is it man we went through four games a little bit of news and notes 
You got any closing thoughts on the evening or anything in general before we uh, wrap a bow on this one? Well, I think we should. Um, did we mention our sponsor while I was calling a coffee? Yes, you did. Yes. Did you, did you, you did mention our sponsor. I just want to wish you uh, a good recovery. I hope everyone in your family gets better and it's finally, Thank you. Past, uh, you know, you're past the uh, midway point of this and everyone can recover. Still raining out there, or you guys uh, dried up a bit? Finally stopped. Uh, it's been now two or three days, no rain. And, uh, man, I got pretty sick. I got pretty tired of the rain. It was like five days straight. Actually, that storm that we had is now moving across, I think it's like central United States, causing a lot of snowstorms right now, probably heading your way, man. How's it going over there? Uh, it's nice and chilly. Um, to get up to like 35 today, it was a little rainy, so it was kind of a wintry mix. But... Expecting more snow tonight, and like you said, yeah, participation started yesterday, and it's been going to continue on. Um, but that's kind of Chicago, January, February. It's kind of kind of just put your head down and plow through. I don't know how you do it, man. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. All right, we're going to get out of here. We're going to put a bow on this one. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show. Hoping all you guys are uh, having a great fantasy season. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at Ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. We love hearing from you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.